The Lapsed Traffic Podcast has brought you over 300 shows, driver and media interviews, awesome stories and entertainment, and one of the coolest fantasy leagues around. Get ready for another exciting season. Sit back, relax, and try not to get lapped. Now, here is your host, the Professor. Oh, what is up, Lap Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 316 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. Yes, I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Good to be back behind the mic. Uh, last week with the race on Monday, there was just uh, no way I was going to be able to throw something together uh, of quality anyways for you guys. So here we are after an unscheduled off week, thanks to Mother, Mother Nature, but uh, good to be back busy weekend, went to the zoo, had a birthday party to go to, some family over, and got a couple of very busy weeks ahead. Berlin, MIS, SummerSlam, and maybe, just maybe, even an extra surprise, which I'm not sure if it'll be a bigger surprise for you guys or for myself. I am going to keep it under wraps because I don't want to to say it if it doesn't happen. So uh, just, just stay tuned and you'll know it when it happens if it happens so there's a there's a a very poor teaser for everybody there uh found out last week that the media credential request for the srx race at berlin was approved i was going regardless it was just a matter of where which means which means i have a single general admission ticket available uh I'm happy to give that away. So uh, the first person that reaches out and, hey, as long as you can get to the race, you want to go, let me know, and you've got yourself a free ticket that is hard to get. So I'm just putting that out there. It's a single ticket. Let me know. I will tweet it out as well. Uh, Let's see. What else is going on? Oh, speaking of Berlin, um, Eric from the Super Speedway podcast and I are going to try to do a tweet up. I'll bring some shirts, some stickers, koozies to give away. So hit me up if you are going to be there uh, in a couple weeks, Thursday at Berlin for SRX. I am am pumped for that. Oh, I'm jacked. And then it's uh, SummerSlam a couple days after that, which I'm getting so amped up about, and then MIS. So I am I'm jacked. It's it is going to be a very busy weekend. Thank gosh I took Monday off because God knows what time I'll get out of bed, probably around noon, uh, and then probably come down and record. So lots going on. I'm excited. And speaking of MIS tonight. The official MIS Hype Show. If you've been around a minute, uh, you'll know the guests because they've been on before, specifically for MIS. And then we'll see. Typically the week before and the week uh, after MIS, Jeff Striegel is on for a back-to-back shows and... Obviously, Jeff Striegel's a little busy with SRX and Berlin uh, the same weekend of MIS. So I haven't reached out to him just yet, but we will see. Hopefully, uh, we can get Jeff for at least one of the two usual uh, guest appearances by him uh, surrounding MIS. So that's what's going on. We got Pocono. We got people yelling at tow truck drivers on the track. We got helmets being thrown Man, uh, Pocono brought brought it. 
that's that's for darn sure. And the weather held off the first time in months, it feels like. So lots to do. Lap traffic fantasies heating up, all that good stuff. Let's get this MIS hype show kicked off with Michigan International Speedway track president Joe Fowler. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, joining me on the line, making his third appearance on the show, getting ready to host some great racing here in a couple weeks for my home track. Welcome back, MIS Track President Joe Fowler. Joe, what's up, brother? How are you? I'm doing great, Brandon. How are you? I am awesome, man. Thank you uh, for coming back on the show uh, to hype up MIS Weekend. Uh, Your last time on the show was when we uh, did episode 300, and I can't believe, you know, that was, you know, leading into the off season and and here we are already midway through the summer and and getting ready to go racing at mis i know time flies it's unbelievable we uh we're just talking in a meeting this morning about we went straight into event season it's been full bore ever since and now we're you know i think 11 days away from people camping on our property for the big race weekend coming up so it's uh, it's exciting. We're pumped up about it. But, yes, time sure does fly. Absolutely, man. Um, second race weekend for you coming up at MIS. You know, what, what's the difference for you, you know, personally and professionally, uh, you know, now that you got the first one out of the way, jitters, quote, unquote, gone, you know, what, um, you know, h- how are you going into your second uh, weekend or second race weekend here at MIS? Yeah, you know, personally, um, I think, having the experience of going through it once um, is certainly helping me with, you know, the confidence of knowing we're doing the right things. And uh, I'm thinking about all the details that need to be thought about and all of that. So that's, that's been good for me just on a personal level, professionally, you know, last year I thought we had a really good event and it was a lot of fun, uh, but we learned a lot along the way too. So we've spent literally the day after uh, the dust settled, you know, we start talking about the things that we're going to do for the next year, this year that we're getting ready for. And, you know, all the planning that goes into everything from the experience people have when they're here and they can physically be a part of like in our, in our uh, midway, as an example, to the details of how we communicate, what we communicate, when we communicate, uh, all those things kind of come together. So, uh, you know, year two, this has been a blast so far. I'm looking forward to the race weekend getting here just to, to see the fruits of our labor. Absolutely, man. No, I am. I'm, I'm with you on that. I am just as excited to get back to to home base, if you will. Um, Joe, you and I were talking uh, before we, we hit the record button here uh, about the new logo that MIS came out with in the in the offseason. Um you know, Michigan Speedways had a couple different transitional uh, logos over the last, you know, maybe decade or so and, and different themes, if you will. Uh, I absolutely love this logo. When I look at it, I, I feel kind of like almost fall-ish just by looking at it. What what was the thought process behind what you guys wanted to get out of the new logo? Well, there are, there are a couple things. I love the new logo too. I think it's the logo that just makes you happy. You know, it's um, it, it's a nice nod to the Irish Hills with the curvature of the landscape. Of course, the trees, the sun, um, all the things that make, you know, Michigan as a whole, but this particular area of Michigan here in the Irish Hills so special. And, you know, I, I think a big part of it for us is when you go through a rebrand, um, especially 1,400 acres of property, as you can imagine, we have a ton of logos that uh, we have to change out. But it's an opportunity for us, too, because it gives a fresh pop of color in areas that, frankly, needed it. And, sure. you know, it just gives us a, a chance to, to freshen our look and feel. It's a pretty exciting. I'm 
I, I was nervous going into it because I knew it was going to be a lot of work, but I was also thrilled about it too, because, it, you know, like I said, it's an, it's an opportunity for us to just make the place look great and it, and it's coming together and it does look great. I'm really pumped. I, I am pumped to buy a t-shirt at the MIS stand right outside of the, the tunnel and fan entrance uh, to get to the campground. Cause that's where I always buy my MIS merch at at and yeah. support that. And you know, the, the funny thing is it's like you wear, you don't typically, you know, you don't typically see too much track merch. You may see driver merch out, you know, like maybe at, you know, Comerica Park or at a bar downtown. But if you're wearing track merch, like that's always been a conversation starter for me. Like people will come up and be like, oh, were you at such and such race or were you the, you know, and it's a great way to just randomly meet new NASCAR fans. And I absolutely love that. And that's why I love sport and track merch. I do too. And you're right because, you know, you know, when you follow a team, you have team merchandise and you have team gear. And, and in our sport, we certainly have that people, you know, wear Joe Gibbs racing shirts and they have, you know, a Kevin Harvick shirt. They have that, but it's pretty special because you can feel it when you're here and you interact with fans and just the energy on a race day. People love this place. You know, they love Michigan International Speedway too. So, um, you know, it's a, a huge part of the sport. And, it, and to me, it is cool that people are, are running around wearing MIF gear throughout the year. And uh, yeah, you're right. That's, that's a pretty unique thing for our sport, but it's really cool. Absolutely. Um, Joe, we got some uh, returning sponsors and, and we got a new sponsor for Saturday's Xfinity race. Uh, run down the, the event lineup for everybody for, for MIS weekend and, and talk about, uh, you know, the, the sponsors. You know, obviously Firekeepers is incredible. Uh, we're going to have Jim Wise on the show a little bit later on. Um, you know, just r run down the events for us. Sure. Well, the, the, the schedule is different this year, but the lineup is about the same. So um, last year we had ARCA, um, we had the Henry Ford Health 200, and then we had uh, the Xfinity race on Saturday. And then, of course, the Firekeepers Casino 400 on Sunday. This year, we've mixed it up a little bit. So Friday will be the ARCA Menard Series, uh, Henry Ford Health 200. Saturday, like you said, we have a new partner Saturday will be the NASCAR Xfinity Series, and Cabo Wabo is the new partner. Uh, so it'll be the Cabo Wabo 250, which we're excited about. And then, of course, Sunday, the big show, <laughs> NASCAR Cup Series, uh, Firekeepers Casino 400. And uh, I'm excited. I'll listen in on Jim, too. He's such a great guy. He's a good partner for us to have. I, you know, so I love talking to to Jim because I'm I'm no stranger to Firekeepers Casino or, or maybe a few others, and I love talking like odds with Jim and and just having some gaming fun with Jim because uh, you know he's he's obviously no stranger to that. And uh, Jim and and Firekeepers have been great supporters of the show. Uh, they typically give some tickets. Uh, last year was incredible they had joey logano uh and they invited me and my wife out to firekeepers and and uh i got to meet some fans during the meet and greet and, and got to do an interview with him which was awesome so i mean again that's just part of the cool thing of this this podcast and michigan and just being able to make connections and things like that and and i absolutely love love that aspect of it and being able to help promote and even if it's in a small way and you know, you guys are awesome. Jim is awesome. Um, talk about Cabo Wabo, though. Like, that's that's unique. How, how did that formulate and, and come together for you guys? 
Well, you know, it's it's a good partnership. It, they're they're a brand that's really high energy. They you know they like uh, you know to be the center of the party, right? And and we definitely have that here at MIS with our fan base and just a really good fit. But I'm excited because that is a, a great brand to have on our Saturday race, and they are so much fun, and they have so many good ideas. Um, one piece of that sponsorship is. They're actually uh, going to be on what we're now calling the Turn Four Club, presented by Cabo Wabo Tequila, and it was it was previously called the Acceleration Club. And they've, you know, they have ideas of how to, um, you know, just enhance the vibe in the area. We're going to have a combination of indoor and outdoor activities, and uh, they've just been a lot of fun to work with. Awesome. That's sweet, man. No, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I, I love seeing new sponsors and, 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 and ventures and opportunities like that. That's, that's going to be great. Uh, I, I think, and, um, I, I, I can only imagine the type of, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see fire keepers on the midway or, or the, the causeway, uh, fan plaza. Um, I'm excited to see them out there. Um, We've seen and heard a lot of positive feedback from the fans about the track and the actual racing over the, the last couple of years at MIS. What can the fans expect to see uh, when they actually get to, to the track for race weekend? Well, they're going to see some really fast on-track action. I think uh, we were, if not the fastest track last year, uh, right up there at the top. And so the speeds are going to be incredible. It, it's sort of interesting. I, I talk about this a lot. You know, when the when the next gen car was making its debut, there were a number of people that are, have been fans forever that said, okay, I'm not so sure about this. It's a lot different than what we've been watching for years. And, you know, we'll see what happens. And that car has produced unbelievable racing. I mean, you know what you follow. Um, it's incredible. And the race we had last year was, was really competitive. We had a ton of passes, a lot of uh, lead changes. I mean, those are all the things that people on the stands want to see. And so to have it come back to MIS this year, right here in the backyard of the auto industry, uh, our fans are excited. And so am I, because I watch every single week. And, I, and I'll tell you, I, in my opinion, this is the best racing we've ever had um, since I've been watching. And I can't wait. It is. It has definitely been some great racing at Michigan. You know, um, I, I, I know there were some years where there was there was some critique about about the racing at Michigan. And, uh, you know, the the next gen car has has definitely uh, helped remove that, which I am excited about because, you know, like we talked about a few minutes ago, you got your diehards that are coming out regardless. But when the racing's good, you know, that'll draw the fans from you know, Ohio, that'll draw the fans from Indiana, that'll draw the fans, you know, maybe from Chicago that just went to to the street course and like, man, I want to go to another one. And, oh, here's a great opportunity. And and that's that's what I love. And, and, and you know, the stands were full last year, and, and I cannot wait to see this place this year because I think now that people were able that were like, man, I want to see it on TV first before I make the commitment – uh, I, I can only imagine what this place is going to be like in a couple of weeks. And I think it's going to be absolutely <laughs> yeah. awesome. It is. It, it is funny because we hear that from fans. They're like, you know what? I missed out last year. I'm not going to miss it this year. And so that's pretty cool. And, you know, I mean, look, last year was, was record setting. And, and this year already, I think we're what into, I don't know, 19 or 20 races. I mean, we've had a ton of winners. And, yes. and so what we're seeing is that when you show up at any race, whether it's an oval or a street course or a road course, 
I mean, it's anybody's race to win, and that is exciting when you're a fan. That's what people want to see. Um, that's what builds the excitement. Absolutely. Uh, what about entertainment-wise, Joe? What what can uh, what what's on the docket for everybody? Yeah, well, we're we're going to make an announcement here in the next couple of days about some of the uh, the concerts that we'll have. We're going to have um, you know some things in the midway, obviously in our uh, what we call NASCAR experience in Fan Plaza. Excuse me, I say midway all the time. But in Fan Plaza, we'll have, you know, DJs, we'll have some live music out there. Saturday night, we'll have a band out there. We'll have an infield concert. Um, we'll have dueling pianos one night. We'll have a couple local bands uh, and a couple other nights. So there will be plenty of music <laughs> throughout the entire weekend, and it'll be it'll be fun. Awesome. Um, what about uh, opportunities for the fans? That's one cool thing that I think MIS does a, an incredible job of in terms of you know, some different package options, some meet and greet opportunities. What are some things fans still have an opportunity to uh, possibly go participate in? Yeah, well, I would say first and foremost, it's really important to us as a track and as a team to be able to offer, you know, affordable prices for people, um, especially in these times. And so I, I talk to people a lot and say, if you're um, you know, a family of four and you have two kids, you can come to the track for less than a hundred bucks and it's free parking and you can bring your own food and beverage in a soft sided cooler. So it's extremely affordable just to get in the door and, and have a great seat and have a great time. But for people that want a different experience, something that's a little more elevated, I referenced it earlier, the turn four club presented by Cabo Wabo tequila. That's an awesome add on to a ticket. You know, you can go in there, there's food and beverage. We'll have driver appearances. There's music uh, and entertainment. So that's certainly one. And if you want a really high-end experience, um, things like our, our Victory Lane Club in the infield, you're, you're inside of uh, this beautiful suite that overlooks Pitt Road, and you get to go down after the race is over, get your picture taken in Victory Lane. It's a really cool experience. But to your point, it's important to have a little bit of something for everybody because people come and they want different experiences. You know, what I like may not be right up your alley. And sure. so we want, we want to have a diverse you know group of offerings to, to hit the right people with the right thing. Oh, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, I, uh, I love being in victory lane uh, as someone that, you know, maybe only gets to a couple races a year from, from the podcast side of things. Like that's one of my favorite things to do, you know, after the race is be down there in victory lane. Um, you know, those that follow the show and, and have followed the, the me for, for a long time on Twitter. know like my victory lane selfie, like is a thing like, you know, and I can't wait to go and do that here in a couple of weeks. So, um, it's, it's always a great time at the racetrack. It's a great time at MIS. The tweet up is always fantastic. You guys do a great job with that. Whether sometimes a driver shows up, uh, the, the acts that may be performing pre-race have, have shown up there a couple of times. So it's, it's always a great time to, to get out to MIS and I cannot wait to get out there. Um, I, I have to ask one teaser question, mainly because sure. Jim is going to be on in a couple weeks, and I always uh, not poke fun at him with it, but I always joke about the trophy and how awesome the dice was. The dice trophy was a few years ago, and I know it's been a slot machine-themed trophy the last couple years. Have you seen the trophy yet for this year, and, and can, you, can you give a teaser for it? 
The honest truth, Brandon, is I have not seen it yet. Oh, <laughs> and, right. and, and so I, and even if I did see it, I, I would let it be a surprise. Still. But yeah, they, Fair they have awesome trophies. <laughs> they do a great awesome job trophies. with the trophies. There is no doubt about that. And, you know, I think a trophy that often gets underlooked or, uh, you know, doesn't get enough credit is the manufacturer's trophy that gets awarded at MIS. Uh, I know the teams, the drivers, you know, they, they you know, MIS is circled, uh, you know, just because of bragging rights from the manufacturer side of things. And I think the manufacturer's trophy is pretty sweet, too. So that's uh, also up for grabs uh, in a couple weeks. 100%. Yeah, the manufacturer's trophy, what we call the heritage trophy, it's a big deal. And, you know, whatever manufacturer wins that race, when, when we hand them that trophy, you can see it. It means something to them. And it's uh, that's really cool for us because it's something that's very unique to MIS. Um, yes. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't work anywhere else. And, no. and, you know, being right here in the backyard of the industry itself. I mean, I say this quite a bit, but, you know, Ford and Chevy, they want to protect their home turf and Toyota would love to come in and, and steal a victory here. So it, it actually does mean something to the drivers and the teams and the OEMs. It's, it's a big deal. Absolutely. You, honestly, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like, you know, college football. Uh, you know, in school rivalry trophies like the Paul Bunyan trophy, the the little brown jug like that. That's, you know, what what I kind of feel with with the with, with that trophy is, is that's the it's the bragging rights, uh, uh, you know, with inside the the organizations. And I love it. Couldn't agree more. All right, uh, Joe, uh, where can everybody get tickets, hit the website, phone number, all that good stuff and uh, give some some last plugs for everything. Yeah, well, you can certainly call 888-905-7223. Uh, that's the number where you'll you'll be greeted by an agent that can help you get set up with whatever you might be looking for. I tell people, I love going to the website. Go to mispeedway.com. Um, there are menus for every different person that, that uh, might be looking to come and have an experience here at the track, whether it's for the full weekend, whether it's for one day, if it's in the grandstands or some of those elevated experiences we've talked about. There's information about all of those, and uh, I think it's a great resource. So that's what I would recommend is, is checking it out first. And if you still need a little bit of help or you just need a recommendation, give us a call. I love it. Awesome, man. Joe, thank you so much for, for coming back on, helping to hop up MIS weekend, and uh, look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks, man. All right, man. Sounds good. Look forward to seeing you. Thanks. Take care. Oh, Lap Traffic Nation, there you have Joe Fowler from MIS. Cannot wait to get out to the track here uh, in a couple weeks, see him. The The unfortunate part is, is I'm only going to be there on Sunday. And, you know, I, I just, I love being at the track. It feels like home. Uh, and this is one of the, I wish we had the June race this year, because then at least I could have gotten my full dose in. But, um, you know, I'm not going to complain two different tracks in a in a three-day stretch with berlin and and mis so that that's okay we can we can we can handle that uh this go around here so no 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 worries there uh let's keep the mis hype going then we'll do some race talk and um we got a special driver on the line too a little bit later ricky stenhouse jr so uh with that being said let's talk to my good friend from firekeepers casino host of the firekeepers 400 in a couple weeks at mis jim wise all right lap traffic nation joining me on the line making his fifth appearance on the show he is the vp of marketing and sports and online gaming welcome back to the lap traffic podcast from firekeepers casino who will sponsor the firekeepers 400 in a couple weeks at mis jim wise jim what's up man how are you 
Well, it's great to be with you once again and to make a contact with you and to all those who listen into this. And we're pretty pumped up. You know, we plan almost the whole year. But, you know, when you wake up and you're like, wow, we're pretty much only two weeks out from race day, uh, then it uh, really comes into a, a different kind of thought in your mind. And uh, so now we're getting real close and uh, we're really excited. I, I am excited. Uh, Jim, seventh year is sponsored MIS. I love that this partnership has gone on this long um you know the the sad of it is you don't see that type of longevity anymore and i hope in three years we're talking about an awesome 10th anniversary celebration with you guys couldn't couldn't agree more we're thrilled with it you know again when there were two races it was special when there's only one it is extremely special we're thrilled to keep the race at mis and to keep nascar racing in michigan and uh we see what everybody else sees which is track ticket sales seem to be going up and that's a positive for retention of racing and to bring even more potentially back into michigan so that's a really good thing so things at the track seem to be on an uptick and the folks over there do such a great job with guest service and that kind of matches how we operate here at fire keepers absolutely well speaking of fire keepers um what's you know i know that the the second uh addition from the hotel side of things has been open a minute now uh i know you guys uh, redid a couple of the restaurants talk about what's new game wise hotel restaurant uh, all at fire keepers well we have a ton of new games on the floor we've got a huge uh Rope in the Riches promotion for the month of August, uh, where our top prize is a Ford Bronco Raptor winner. Uh, that was an extremely tricky uh, vehicle to secure, and we're thrilled to have it. August is our anniversary month. We've actually been here 14 years now, so people need to head to our website because we've got promotions almost every day, something fun and special to celebrate our 14-year anniversary. And one of those things is bringing the defending champion Kevin Harvick to Firekeepers. He's going to be there Friday night, August the 4th from 5.30 to 7.30. You do need to be 21 years of age or older because this meet and greet is held out in front of DC's Tap House and Sportsbook in the casino, but it is, quote, open to the public, so people reach out to me periodically like, you know, do I need a ticket? That answer is no. Uh, you know, do I have to earn X amount of points on my on my rewards card? That answer is no. So, you know, people can line up and will line up probably 30 minutes to an hour in advance. And uh, we kind of stick to one item at a time. But uh, you can grab a photo and an autograph. And if you have an item you want to have an autograph, then bring it along. And uh, we're excited to have Kevin. He drew, gosh, probably six, seven years ago, easy. Uh, Kevin was at Fire Keepers. And, you know, with this being kind of his swan song, year and being the defending champion of the race uh it just made perfect sense to have him at Firekeepers. so again that's friday night of race weekend uh 5 30 to 7 30 that's awesome that's uh that that's very exciting uh I, you know i was able to join you guys last year with joey logano uh and and that was an awesome time uh a lot of people lined up and and it's it's great to see that um Jim, what will what can fans expect to see from MIS? Uh, or I'm sorry, what can fans expect to see at MIS uh, from Firekeepers around the racetrack this week, uh, this uh, this race weekend? 
Well, you know, we got tons of signage everywhere for both our physical brick-and-mortar casino, but we also talk a lot about our iGaming, which people either from Michigan or somebody coming in from another state and being here a few days uh, can download our mobile app, and there's going to be tons of different wagering opportunities on the race. So, you know, if you want to wager on... Uh, the car brand that's going to be in the winner's circle or uh, this driver versus that driver, all sorts of creative things, uh, they should either you know download the mobile app. Uh, if they do have a uh, laptop or desktop computer, they could certainly sign up that way. And we're going to have a lot of action uh, ready to go for people for the race uh, through our iGaming portal, and we think that's great. We'll also be out in uh, Fan Plaza, as we always are. Our marketing team will be out there doing a great job, and people can come by and play some games and have an opportunity to win some prizes as well that's incredible i love everything everything about that um speaking of, of online gaming and all of that any uh any special uh new sign up bonuses or promotions for uh or centered around race weekend not yet, but they should always check in the days leading up to. We always look for, you know, some unique way to draw even more activity to it. Um, right now, our sign-up bonus is a wager $5, and you get $125 in uh, bonus wagers. And uh, on the casino side, it is up to $500 bonus match on your first deposit. So uh, we have separate offerings for iCasino and iSports, and we hope we can find just the right thing for our guests who are either, again, maybe coming into MIS from some different part of Michigan and maybe hasn't downloaded the Firekeepers app yet, uh, or uh, for people who do wager periodically and, uh, and, and are aware of us and just maybe haven't pulled the trigger, here's a great opportunity for them to do so. So, again, they can wager $5, get $100 in free wagers. Um, those wagers come within the form of four dollars free bets. So, uh, again, they can go over and make that first deposit and get into the game i love it jim uh jim we talk about this every time you're on just how awesome the property is at Firekeepers. uh it's a great location the perfect pit stop no matter whether you're coming to or from mis um and, and i gotta tell I, I love this the wife and i got a letter in the mail from you guys saying that it's been almost a year since you've been here we miss you jim I, that that is a hook, man. I love everything about that. <laughs> well, we do want to make sure, you know, listen, we're human too. And sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes there's a good reason uh, that the guest just has not been able to get the fire keepers. But we want to make sure that if there's, if we've stubbed our toe in any way, that we're outreaching to the guests and just not making them feel like, hey, nobody's thinking of me. So when you do get to that 12-month mark, you are going to get a letter. And we sincerely want to understand, hey, what, what maybe has caused you not to be here in your case it's a great one you got a small family you got to you got to take care of the little one you, you got a lot of time and focused in work and other things so it's just not always that easy uh, but we you know we always want to make sure we're trying to do the right thing and say hey you know what we really do miss you we want to get you back and you mentioned earlier something new um, we've got a new upcoming in probably probably early September I'm gonna say we're adding a noodle bar and we're also moving our uh, mini Baccarat games over into a pit area adjacent to that noodle bar. So the noodle bar is going to be called Fortune 8, and 8 is a very lucky number in uh, – 
in Baccarat. So uh, the Bach games and then the Fortune 8 Noodle Bar uh, are going to be adjacent to each other in space that used to be our old Nibi restaurant. So that is something brand new that isn't even there yet and won't be there race weekend, but should be there in early September. That's awesome. Fantastic. Uh, Jim, I got to wrap with this. I, uh, I joked with uh, our MIS track president, Joe Fowler, earlier in the show, asking him if he's had a, a sneak peek at the trophy yet. He, he said he hasn't. Uh, you guys do a such, uh, such a great job with it. Can you give a little teaser uh, what we can expect the winner in victory lane to be hoisting over their head? Well, I think, you know, although we made a couple of minor tweaks, we really love the large slot machine. I mean, you know, we've tried dice games and, and other things, but I still think, you know, the key is it's almost like a billboard. At a distance, can you tell what the message is? And in our case, when people hold that up at a distance, people can tell right away, hey, this is a casino and this is firekeepers. And that's, that's the most important thing. So we are going to stay, although we always kind of tweak copy and do some little things around to make sure that the trophy reflects the newest games on the floor but i think we're going to stay slot machine oriented again for 2023 excellent i love it jim man thank you so much for uh for calling into the show helping to hype up race weekend at mis it's always a pleasure to chat with you and uh something tells me you're going to see the wife and i very soon at at firekeepers well, you better. i'll have to send you another letter (laughs) (laughs) thanks jim We'll, we'll see you race weekend Take care. Thanks. All right. Great to talk to Jim Wise from Firekeepers. And I'm telling you, if you've not been and you're in MI, or at Michigan, in Michigan, driving across 94, pop in. Gambling's your thing. It's a beautiful, beautiful casino. Um, all right. Let's, let's talk a little Pocono here. Uh, Kyle Bush picking up the truck win. 64th truck win of his career. 100th win for Kyle Busch Motorsports. Um, Toyota had a, uh, a, a milestone win with Hamlin's win. So some pretty big milestone wins across the weekend, which is pretty cool. Uh, with regards to the Truck Series, one more race, regular season. And at this point, really, unless someone outside the top 10 wins, uh, you know, Stuart Friesen's really the only one that's got a shot to maybe point his way in. Uh, provided Matt Crafton or Nick Sanchez has a, a bad day. So we're either talking Stuart Friesen, Matt Crafton for our bubble watch with the potential of maybe someone uh, winning from the outside the top 10. You know, I don't know that's going to happen. If it hasn't really happened much yet this year, I don't foresee that happening, especially at a track like Richmond. Um, it'd be one thing if it was a road course, something like that. Xfinity Series, after back-to-back wins, John Hunter Nemechek struggles, uh, finished 32nd, Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, uh, Josh Berry, you know, he swept the first two stages, and, uh, you know, little off-cycle there, it seems like, for those two guys, finished 23rd, 24th, but um, Austin Hill, four wins, John Hunter Nemechek, four wins, there's your class of the field, uh, Cole Custer, two race wins after a very, very slow start for Cole Custer um I mean it was just like man uh what what is going on here especially after you know he had a seven win season before moving up to cup and it took that team a minute but uh here they are fourth in the standings two wins there 
So we'll see what's going on there. Seven more races for Xfinity Series. They've got Road America this weekend. One off there. Uh, it's just the Xfinity Series at Road America. Uh, then over to MIS, Indy Road Course, Watkins Glen, Daytona, Darlington, and Kansas. So they got a couple more to go. And then the uh, the Cup Series. We had helmets being thrown. We had Joey Logano going off on the pit crew, pit road, or not pit road, uh, the the track guys there trying to get a tow truck. Uh, you had some struggles for Ryan Blaney. And then the big question, did they or did they not touch? Um, and that just seems too creepy to, to use that verbiage there. So I'm I'm not going to, but I will uh, let the, that be a debate for you guys. The big thing for me, is, you know, the Cup Series only has five more races to go before the playoffs. Richmond, MIS, Indy Road Course, Watkins Glen, and Daytona. And we got two HMS guys. We got Bowman and Chase Elliott outside the top 16 with, uh, you know, for missing races, not as big of a point differential. You know, uh, Bowman's missed four races. Chase missed uh, seven races, you know. We're talking Michael McDowell in 16th at 455 points. We got Chase Elliott in 21st with 399. Uh, So that's just kind of remarkable that he's been able to even make up that type of ground to only be 56 points out. Can they point their way in? Are they going to have to win their way in? Um you know, they've got a road course, you know, that could always throw a spoiler in there with somebody maybe like Austin Sindrick uh, who could go out there and pick up a win. So or even uh, A.J. Allmendinger, for that matter. So it is it is not concrete yet, um, especially with some big guys, some big names outside looking in. Um, all right. I want to throw things back over to uh, the MIS talk that we kicked the show off with, uh, with this week's show being dedicated to MIS and hyping up my home track. So this week's question for you guys, what's your favorite memory from MIS, whether in person or on TV? So Scott at 1985 Wagner, June 1980, attended my first cup race. Look at the names in the finishing order. Sent a picture there. I pulled it up. It was is just crazy to see the name. First off, Scott, I won't tell you that I hadn't been born yet for uh, 18 months yet. I'll just leave that piece out there. Uh, but it was Benny Parsons, Yarbrough, Buddy Baker, Neil Bonnet, Richard Petty. That was your top five at MIS June 1980. Uh, Labonte was in the field. Dale Sr. Richard Childress drove the number. Uh, I forgot to look at what number he drove, but he was in the field as well. <laughs> Waltrip, Gant, man, you want to talk about an old school stacked field right there. That's awesome. Uh, Gina at Tech underscore Wench. So many. When Jimmy Johnson won in 2014, she was there meeting Brad Keselowski and Alex Hayden at a tweet up in 2012. Her first time at MIS when she won race tickets from HMS meeting Striegel and Becker trackside in the pedestrian tunnel in 2019. I love it. Uh, Charlene at AskMac715 won cold passes for a Saturday in 2014. Pictures with the King. Um, former track president Roger Curtis, Rodney Childers, Kyle Larson, and others. 
Um, 2005 won a contest, was able to be a guest of Trevor Bain. That's awesome. We sat with the crew chief for the first half of the race. I've done that. That's so cool. That's awesome, Charlene. Uh, at Zen will win. I'll be coming to MIS for the first time. Super excited to hear about all the things. I love it. Uh, and Colin at Colin underscore with underscore cars. The Kmart 400 in 2000 was his first race. Very clear memory of his grandfather taking me down by the fence behind the flag stand while Ricky Rudd and Dale Jarrett flew past me. That's awesome. Taking his brother to the track for the first time in 09 is also a great memory. I love that, guys. That's that is very cool. Very cool. Um, okay, uh, let's pick things back up with. Uh, well, no, let's do let's do a little let's do some social media very quickly, and then we'll get Ricky Stenhouse Jr. on the line. Everybody, make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, Lap Traffic Podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, and. Uh, what's the new one uh, by by Meta? Whatever. Yes, I'm on it. I've only made one post though. That too is at Lab Traffic PC. If you've made it this far into the show, leave a review. Tell your friends. I've got T-shirts. I've got koozies. I've got stickers that I will bring to MIS. If you want a sticker or koozie, feel free to DM me, do an at at me, email me, use the contact page on the website. However you want, and I am happy to send. Uh, some out to you for free okay now now we can get to ricky stenhouse jr all right lap traffic nation joining me on the line making his second appearance on the show driver of the number 47 blue buffalo chevrolet camaro for jtg daughtry racing welcome back to the show ricky stenhouse ricky that was a tongue twister how are you man yeah that was a lot <laughs> definitely uh Definitely a lot of words uh, to get in there when you describe uh, our race team, especially if you add all of our partners in. But, uh, man, I'm doing great. Excellent. Welcome to the show. Um, you know, speaking of sponsors there, uh, Blue Buffalo uh, is is going to be on the car this weekend at Pocono. Uh, I use their uh, dog treats for, for our dogs, um, and you're going to have your dog featured on the car. How cool is that, and have you pre-ordered the diecast yet? Uh, I'm not sure if I've pre-ordered the diecast. I'm sure my wife has, but, uh, <laughs> no, it's super cool to have, uh, you know, our dog Ruby on the car. Um, you know, definitely kind of something that we threw out there and, uh, you know, blue Buffalo is, uh, awesome enough to, uh, you know, let us do that. And, uh, we're pumped to, to see it, um, on the racetrack. It's it's awesome to see sponsors, you know, work with with you guys as drivers uh, with NASCAR. Uh, you know, we see it a lot, of course, with Darlington throwbacks with sponsors' willingness to, you know, shift things around a little bit, and and that's so cool, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all about innovating and, and doing different things, right? And um, you know, I feel like our partners at JTG Doherty Racing definitely uh, go above and beyond uh, when it comes to that. So uh love love all of our partners and, and the car looks great hopefully uh we can just make it as fast as it looks there you go i love it uh ricky we're headed to to my home track here in a couple weeks at mis we've seen some different styles of racing at mis over the last few years the track's finally starting to wear in a little bit the new car obviously playing a role you've been coming to michigan for a long time how have you seen the racing change there over the last few years yeah, the track's definitely, you know, coming in, uh, like you said, to to its own. And um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a track that, 
you know, has always been a little tough to pass because it seems like everybody's, you know, kind of close to the same speed. But uh, anytime a track starts wearing out, it goes through some rough winters and uh, gets a little hot in the summer. Uh, I definitely think it makes it better. And um, we, we enjoy it as race car drivers. So, um, you know, I think for me, uh, Michigan is fast. Uh, definitely one that, you know, your car is just really on the edge. Uh, you know, you're pushing and pushing and pushing. And, uh, you know, one that you got to be careful Absolutely. Uh, and it's funny you mentioned about, you know, get a few winners on. I mean, Michigan, obviously known for some snow and all of that. I joked with uh, the track president earlier. I said, you know, let's just go run a salt truck out there. Let's let's let it break up a little bit and, you know, make it the new Atlanta. He didn't like that very much. <laughs> I, I definitely like that. I mean, the problem is the, the pavers uh, and the asphalt companies have gotten way better at their job. Right. So it's, uh, it's made it it's made it difficult. Absolutely. Absolutely racetracks we want uh ricky guys uh drivers talk about turn one at mis being one of the most uh challenging turns on an oval do you feel that way too or have you found a way to master turn one on a restart at michigan uh sometimes uh i feel like it it can be difficult if your car's handling good it's it's fairly straightforward but definitely restarts you know just trying to make passes but also get you know in the correct lane so that you are in the draft you know down the straightaway uh so that that is where it it gets difficult is uh just trying to make those passes but also get back in line um you know to straight away so yeah it can be pretty tricky sure no I, I, I can only imagine um one of the cool things about mis uh is the manufacturer's heritage trophy that that mis hands out uh bragging rights for the manufacturer uh reminds me of the uh big 10 college football uh you know in school rivalry tro- or in-state rivalries and and trophies like that um is that something you guys as a team you know talk about is it a circle on the calendar coming to mis you know for for bragging rights for chevy uh the the manufacturers definitely uh they definitely love to win there that's for sure so uh especially uh the oval and the bow tie um you know i feel like it's a it's a cage match and uh (laughs) you know so anytime you can win in their backyard is is uh is a feather in, in your team's cap so we'll uh we'll try and get that done for him you, you mentioned cage match like you knew SummerSlam is going to be in detroit saturday the night before mis or something there oh i didn't know that <laughs> it is. i think i do remember that uh last year it was the same right yep yep oh yeah. that's that's great um i know you guys don't get a ton of time when you when you get out to the racetracks uh you know between practices and and you know sponsors and appearances and all of that but is there anything uh that you have found that you like to go and do if you do get a few minutes uh to to escape uh you know the the motor lot there and and go and see and do it michigan uh i mean in my previous uh endeavors and jobs uh we did a lot of stuff in detroit um you know with etzel and and everybody sure uh over there but uh and and obviously jack and, and his museums and um you know doing autograph sessions and things like that but as far as uh, you know a, a lot of activity uh we'll go play golf every now and then but normally uh you know the way our schedules are we're we're in and out pretty quick these days well especially you know like michigan obviously you know they used to have you know it was practice on fridays for sure so it would be a three-day weekend for you guys do you guys just come in on saturday yeah. now 
Yeah, we, I mean, we'll get in, you know, kind of later Friday okay. uh, for the part. So it's, uh, it's kind of crazy how, uh, how much shorter uh, the weekends have gotten. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, coming up to Pocono this weekend, we'll give some Pocono some love. We won't give it all to MIS. Um, you know, Pocono, a unique beast in and of itself. Um, you know, it's, you know, it, it, did it, is it a challenge to go there, you know, coming off ovals and, you know, we were just at the Chicago street course, you know, is, is it tough to make those types of adjustments, you know, going to a, a track that is so unique and that you only go to once a year now? Uh, I mean, our guys keep such good notes of, you know, every racetrack we go to and, um, you know, any changes that we need. And so, you know, I think for us as, as drivers, you know, we, we pick up exactly where we left off most of the time pretty fast. So, um, you know, Pocono is definitely, uh, its own animal. Uh, you know, each corner is, you know, obviously totally different and, uh, you know, something that, uh, you know, really, really, uh, get your attention. And, you know, so for us, it's, it's, it's tough, but, uh, we know where we normally struggle and we know where we need to make speed and, and where to be better. Awesome. I love it. Well, Ricky, uh, I appreciate the time. Uh, I, I hope we're seeing uh, Ruby uh, in victory lane uh, this weekend with uh, with Blue Buffalo on the car. And can't wait to see you in a couple weeks at MIS, man. That'd be awesome. Thank uh, you. Thanks, man. Take care. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, great to talk to Ricky Stenhouse again on the show. Very cool there. All right, it's time. It is time to close this thing out with a little Lap Traffic Fantasy. Just a reminder, get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. As with the Cup Series, there are only five more race weekends before we're setting the playoff grid in Lap Traffic Fantasy. And don't forget this year, the playoffs have been expanded. So uh, more than 16, I believe it's 24 players are going to make it we'll have a big cut for the first round and then we'll follow uh like normal so with that said let's take a look at this week well let's see how did i do this week i didn't do horrible uh i did pick up a win with denny hamlin as did quite a few of you guys as uh that was kind of expected in a popular pick so i had denny hamlin uh i had john hunter nemechek i mean i've been riding the john hunter train for a minute here uh, it did not do too well for, for those of us that uh, took John Hunter, only picking up 21 points. And then Truck Series, kind of mid-pack, took Ty Majeski with 98. Uh, I picked up 107 points. However, this week's week high picked up 135 points, three bonus points because of the two wins and the week high. And that was uh, Benton Wilson, who had Denny Hamlin, Austin Hill, and Corey Heim. That's uh, some strong picks there, my friend. I love it. Um, all right. Let's hit the top 10 here for segment two. Uh, currently in first place with 849 is Michael Nebbia. In second place with 830 is my buddy Eric Zalen. In third place with 829 is our segment one winner, Andrew Yu. In fourth with 819 is Steven DFS NASCAR guy. In fifth with 817 is Dan Sherwood. In sixth, also a good friend of mine. Uh, in sixth place with 814 is Michael Mason. In seventh with 811 is Mark Ludington. In eighth with 809 is John Entwinsel. In ninth with 807, Jonathan Lilly. And wrapping out the top 10 with 805 is Jeremy Waterbury. 
Uh, yours truly, though, is is one point back with 804 and 11th. So uh, standings are pretty tight there. I love it. Over to the cumulative standings in first place still with 2047. Andrew Yu in second all the way in Australia with 1981 as John Edwin. So in third with 1969, Jonathan Lilly. In fourth, 1959, Benton Wilson. In fifth with 1951, Henry Fletcher. Uh, Michael Nebbia, our first uh, our points leader in segment two, is in sixth with 1932. Uh, Stephen is in seventh with 1923. Uh, yours truly is in eighth with 1904. Dan Sherwood in ninth, 1894. Pete Curvin in tenth, 1889. Uh, G.R. Davidson in eleventh with 1887. Matt Dabrowski in 12th with 1885. Jeremy Waterbury, 13th, 1884. Jumpy Bob and Kevin Hahn are tied for 14th with 1880. Scott Boys in 5th, 1878. And Joe Hewson is wrapping out the top 16, 1867. I text my buddy and I said, dude, you're in second place with uh, uh, with segment two. I said, but you shit the bed so bad in segment one, you got some work to do. I'm like, you either need to win segment two to get yourself locked in. Uh, or you need to keep kicking ass with uh, with the points so that you can point your way in. So we'll we'll see if he can do it. Uh, bonus points: uh, Andrew Yu still in first place with 13. Benton Wilson, Matt Dabrowski have 10. David Mullins, Jonathan Lilly, Pete Curvin, Tony LeBay all have nine. Gr Davidson, Henry Fletcher, Joe Houston, Lisa Chanana, Scott Boys have eight, and the list uh, continues on from there. All right. Well, I think. I think it is time to make some picks. Lap Traffic Fantasy, we are headed back to Richmond. And it's funny because I feel like we were just at Richmond. Uh, but, I mean, we were at Richmond in April. And I guess April feels like yesterday. Uh, and yet here it is almost August, which is just crazy to me. Uh, back in April, Chevy finished with a 1-2-3. Uh, with Larson, Josh Berry for Chase Elliott, and Ross Chastain. And that's at a track that's typically dominated by Toyota, where only two finished inside the top ten. And it's not two that you may guess. It was not Denny Hamlin. It was not Martin Truex Jr. It was Seabell and Ty Gibbs. You probably wouldn't have guessed that, would you? Uh, five drivers inside the top 16 are winless. Bowman and Elliott are looking to get their win into the playoffs. Will we start to see some bubble drama with five to go in the regular season? We will find out. But first, it's time for my picks in the Xfinity Series. You know, do you, do, do you go Austin Hill and ride his win? Does John Hunter rebound? Um, Justin Allgaier needs to rebound. Josh Berry needs to rebound. Cole Custer. I mean, there are so many different possibilities here. Uh, I, I tell you what. With, with Daytona being down the stretch still, I'm not going to take my Austin Hill. I've only got one Justin Allgaier pick left to go. Oh, man, I, I'm torn. Josh Berry or John Hunter? Um, I think I'm going to play it. I, I'm going to go John Hunter. John Hunter for the rebound. Make it four weeks in a row with John Hunter. Uh, and then... Uh, over to the Cup Series, I am going to go with a typical repeater at uh, at at Richmond, and I am going to go with the 19 of Martin Truex Jr. So there, you have my picks. All right, lap traffic. There it is. Let's see what you guys are able to do this week. Okay, well, 
Lap Traffic Nation. That is going to be a wrap for episode 316 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. Make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, The Lap Traffic Podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lap Traffic PC. Huge thanks to Joe Fowler from MIS, Jim Wise from Firekeepers, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Let's see what we can get lined up for next week. Hopefully, it's the legendary Jeff Striegel. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Make sure you tune in each and every week to the Lab Traffic Podcast. See ya.